Welcome back to Signs of the Southland, everyone. My name is Akshay Ishwaran, and joining me from the beautiful campus of Georgia Tech in Atlanta, Georgia, is Mr. Jake Grant. How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> it was a week, Akshay. It was a week. Uh, and you know what we say at Georgia Tech about weeks like this? That I can tell you in one word. Tradition! Oh, boy. I love Fiddler. <laughs> uh, All right. It was, uh, it was I mean, really weird how tech has back-to-back bye weeks, right? I mean, this is our podcast where we talk about Broadway show tunes, right? Because I could go on about that for about an hour and a half. Um, Broadway show tunes, uh, airports. Uh, I think we've talked about uh, presidential wing. candidates at one point. Yeah, dude. Dude, I, I trust your opinions on chicken wings more than anyone else. Oh, boy. You've never had right, But before, before we get into our bi-week content, uh, you can, as always, you can find us on at FTRS blog on Twitter, uh, and you can follow the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcasting app that you choose to use. Uh, like we're mentioning, uh, since there wasn't a game yesterday and there's not one this week, we, we kind of don't have our usual content to talk about. So we're going to do a couple things different this week. Uh, Mr. Grant, we have a lovely uh, tasting menu of topics to choose from today. Uh, why don't you kick us off with something? I uh, I know you put a lot of hard work into this list of random stuff we're going to talk about, but uh, while uh, while you were doing some prep uh, and running to the store, I uh, went out and about and actually went on a little bit of a field trip. Um, so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some food, but I think I went out and bought the best pizza slice in Atlanta. Oh, um, if you're gonna like- if you're gonna go back to Nancy's, I'm not I'm not hearing this. Okay, 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 okay. So I love deep dish pizza. And I love the city of Chicago, but Nancy's Chicago pizza is not real Chicago deep dish. Um, there, there was Gino's East there for a hot minute, but uh, but no, I'm not talking about Nancy's Akshay. No, no, no. It's it's a chain, but not that big of a chain. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Uh, chain, but not that big of a chain. Uh, it's not Ray's because Ray's is not great. Ray's is um, great. New York pizza, not the move. Uh, uh, Jets. Is there? Does Jets even nope. exist in Atlanta? I don't. I don't know. What Jets is uh, awkward. Jets um, is like Detroit, Detroit style. Do, do I? Do I ever eat pizza? Or do I ever eat at a restaurant that is not on Howell Mill Road? I don't think so. Blaze, Blaze. No, 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 no. That is that's a big chain. Oh, I saw Blaze, Blaze in Wisconsin oh, right. over the summer. That yeah, was weird because Le- that, that LeBron really... owns like LeBron owns like a ten percent stake in that apparently. Very what interesting. What doesn't Bronny do these days? I thought he was a taco man though. No, he tried to ta- he tried to um, he tried to trademark Taco Tuesdays, and the USPTO rejected it. I feel like that'd be bad for his pizza business though. <laughs> yeah, but he's not the majority owner of Blaze. He only owns ten percent. Okay. 
but still, still, it's not Blaze. Um, they're decent, but no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, it's they, their whole vibe is the whole like we're gonna renovate something that used to be an auto repair shop and then turn it into a reputable restaurant. I got nothing. Just, just spill. Wow, it. this, this is embarrassing for you. Uh, Fellini's Pizza. Oh, Fellini's is not on. Fellini's is not on Hell Mill. Yes, it is. I just went there. It's on Cons. <laughs> oh, no. That's why it's a chain. You're thinking of the other one. You're talking about the one on the way to that Indian restaurant, right? Yeah, but the Indian restaurant, side note, is good. Anyway, yes. Fellini's. Okay, fine. It is a chain. Yes. Fellini's, Fellini's is a chain, and the Fellini's house salad is everything I need in a salad. It has cheese and green olives and onions. You know, perfect salad material. Just kidding. That's that's tongue-in-cheek, but it is great salad. And then the Fellini special, cheese, sauce, pepper, onion, black and green olives, pepperoni, sausage, meatball, and extra cheese. Oh, it's freaking fantastic. Uh, I can feel I my cholesterol rising as we speak. Akshay, you know I don't often compliment things that aren't from Chicago, let alone say that a rival pizza style or brand is is good. This is this is high praise. This is high praise from Jake Grant. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering what happened to you this weekend, but mm, maybe not <laughs> go into that. Let's not. Um, let's let's that's not avoid. Yeah, um, <sighs> not danger zone. Free, free, great pizza. Uh, if anybody out here uh, on the airwaves has other opinions, uh, feel free to at me on Twitter at FTRSK. Indeed, FTRSK for sure. Yeah, we're doing, a, but, um, but we're doing bi week power rankings this week. Maybe we'll do a pizza one. Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, perfect for uh, Eater to uh, crib to put on their website, you know? Oh, that was mm, that was saucy. That was very, very scandalous. I mean, but does a good wing have sauce? Like, like that lemon pepper at JR Crickets doesn't need sauce, it's just the lemon pepper rub. Is, but is it but here's the thing is lemon pepper before they before they rub it on that's a sauce right so it, it, essentially you're bathing a chicken wing in sauce roasting it and then giving more sauce to dip it in i, I wouldn't expect a vegetarian to be the best person to have a podcast about chicken wings with but um so in the show atlanta um the, the the character I forget who maybe Childish Gambino's character someone uh yeah goes uh goes to Jr Crickets and orders lemon pepper wet and I'd say that's more of a sauce but like at the time there was no such thing as lemon pepper wet but thanks to demand caused by the show making the place of like a reputable wing stop if you are eating your way through Atlanta demand that they invented a lemon pepper wet so that makes me think that the lemon pepper dry i guess for back of a letter lack of a better term is just a rub you know and a rub's not a sauce that's just a bunch of dust in a bowl right i sure 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 i i don't know my my experience with wings my limited experience with wings is is wings that are that are baked in a sauce and then also slathered in sauce once they come out. That that's, that's what fair. I know that's as a fair. chicken wing. Yeah, it's 
it's got to be hard for you to have these cultural, you know, talks when you've never actually eaten the food. And I respect you for like, like for trying having opinions on things, even when you like, it's hard, you know, you, you wait, wait, wait. Well, well, what were you going to say? Were you going to say, I respect you for having opinions on these things, even though you're clearly wrong. <laughs> Not quite. Um, even though no, you were thinking it. I, I was thinking it. I was thinking it. Um, like, like you could never tell me how to cook bacon and me like actually take your advice. You know, I just can't do it. You, you know what, Mister Grant? That came in late, but I think that worked. <laughs> yeah. If I could turn the sound up on the soundboard, I would. But you know audio issues and all that. Let's see. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. I'm a man. I'm 40. Okay. So it's a little delayed. It's fine. It's fine. Did you see the satire uh, article on, uh, gosh, I can't remember what the site was that uh, said that T Boone Pickens left uh, Mike Gundy 30 bucks in his will to go get his haircut. Is that, was it satire or real? Because I can totally see that happening. I thought it was satire. That's, that's what Reddit, tells me it was but i never did the research on my own which i guess is the definition of every part of reddit everywhere um but did you just read you just read the link title and then the comments didn't you yeah oh yeah definitely shame shame (laughs) uh all right do you want to talk about other sports related topics other than wings i see we have here The California bill about paying athletes, that might be spicy territory. Uh, <coughs> Atlanta restaurants, airport Ooh. power rankings. Oh, I don't don't we, we have a lot of we have a lot of ground to cover in, in you know this two weeks of buy that we have to cover. Absolutely. I I uh I mean we could we could go all over the map on that, but um as somebody who's been to both the Nook and Cypress in the last 24 hours, I feel like get us started on the restaurant thing. All right, let's 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 start with restaurants. So I will admit, I have had limited experience with Atlanta restaurants because being vegetarian sort of closes you down to a lot of valid options. But I will say that the two best places to go on a totally normal fall Saturday, um, much unlike the one that was yesterday, uh, were are probably Cypress Street on Sixth and Cypress, um, and the Nook, uh, which is right off Piedmont Park. See, Akshay, I kind of have this moral quandary right now. Not so much with the Nook, because you know it's on Fourteenth and right at the park. But like, why are we telling all these people about Cypress? That's just going to make it packed. See, here's here's my philosophy. We spread the gospel. You know, we, we spread the gospel. It is up to others to listen. I, I think that was the message in the sermon at church this morning. Um, so good, good, good job. Thanks for making me keep it real. But but I'm serious. So Cy- Cypress is one of the best restaurants I've been to because it is multifaceted. You know, it has a it has a great uh, alcohol selection if you're of legal age and it has a great food selection regardless of if you're vegetarian, pescatarian, any sort of terrian, or a carnival. Like, <laughs> you can find basically any food or any food that fits your budget and fits your lifestyle at Cyprus, and it is arguably the... It is arguably the best restaurant in Atlanta for that reason. 
I, I was going to try and sneak in a roast about uh, once you said it was very diverse about how it has everything from light beer to dark beer. But you're totally right, um, especially when you talk about age, because I've I've only been 21 for two months now. Yeah. Don't make don't months. make the commentariat feel old now. Come on. Hey, I can't I can't help that I'm still learning about the places to buy alcohol in Atlanta. Um but I've long, like I thought Cypress is the move, uh, especially if you're anywhere close to Georgia Tech. Uh, game, gosh, since like freshman year. I don't know. When was the first time we went? That was that was a long time ago. Uh, March 2018? 17. Maybe. Had to be had to be 17. But I don't know. It was it was at some point like that. I don't know. Neither of us were 21. Is the point, and you don't eat meat, so. To go to a place famous for burgers and beer, you know, <laughs> and to come away liking it. That's something. yeah, very true. Very true. Their, their black yeah. bean burger, top notch. Pickleback burger, top notch. I mean, you you were always one to get the uh, Virgin Shirley Temple. I know it was yeah. Virgin Bloody Mary. Virgin Bloody Mary. I cannot help it that my family's drink of choice is the the. Uh, I don't want to say it's not universally loved, but it's definitely not universally loved um, drink that is known as the Bloody Mary. Uh, but they only charge me for a tomato juice. So who's really winning at that point, you know? Well, now you can order actual Bloody Marys. So this this is fair. And uh, I'll, I'll shout out our, uh, our very own Monday morning backup punter um, on his backing up of the Sweetwater IPA house beer. I think that was Steven. Uh, yes, it was. It was. Um, uh, if if you're listening to this, anyone at Cyprus uh, from the Rumble Seat loves you. Um, all of us go to you. A lot. A lot. And uh, we uh, we don't need your sponsorship because we'll gladly be, keep talking about you uh, no matter what. Um, but, it, but if you want to send if us. If you are uh, willing to pay us. If you are willing to pay us. I'm not gonna say no. Um, I'm very local. I, I can I can accept for anyone uh, any one of the fifteen of us, but uh, I'm sure sure me or Carter or Josh or Stephen can get Akshay his uh, his just reward. All you all y'all need to do is ship me one of those uh, Atlanta Brewing Company ciders, and then uh, we're cooking with gas. Oh, I do I I do I I almost said I do like cooking. I know that's a lie. I'm not very good at cooking, but uh. I, you know, I, setting stuff on fire is decent. Kind of wanted to do that after yesterday, but uh, no, there was no football are. game yesterday. No. Remember, there there were no football oh, games yeah. yesterday. We have two buys. No. Um, that explains Speaking why of- I never heard sports because that that that's like the thing most commonly associated with defense and football games. But there was neither of those yesterday, so it's okay oh, that you, I didn't hear space chords. Are you sure you didn't hear space chords, Mister Grant? I tried. You know, okay. yeah, it, I, th- I think that went well. Uh, not going to lie. The, the audio quality came in pretty good here. Uh, and for all y'all out there, we definitely just figured this out as we go along. So uh, we're learning. But um, you expect us uh, to have these things planned? Oh, come on. Yeah. It, it, no, 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 no. It, it's 8.50 p.m. on a Sunday night. And I have a systems lab to do still. But um, we all know how you how y'all went through school. We did it ourselves. No one plans anything. 
Akshay, you have a you have a diploma now. You're you're one of them. Um, but uh, but no, I uh, if I hadn't been the one that sent you that link, I would have guessed that that was uh, recorded at like FSU or like the Clemson game my freshman year. Stadium's like packed and everybody's super into it because it's a night game or no. like the Miami game last year or something. But no, 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 no. That is from the empty stadium warmups for a DCI competition. Uh, for the Blue Devils, and though if I could bottle the kind of passion that uh, people who are super into drum corps have for well, drum corps, like dang, that that'd be that'd be strong stuff. Do they support the drum troops? Uh, ha, ha, ha. Um, okay, that was yeah. funnier in my head. Yeah, that, I'm sure that that's how most I also, things go. I also stuff. want to note that this video was published on August 14th. 2006 this this is <laughs> arguably this might actually be one of the very first videos on youtube wow <laughs> no wonder the audio quality is so terrible and, you know soundboard working out the kinks it's fine everything is fine yeah no it's it's a nice it's a nice plus um but i don't know man blue that if if we could be the Blue Devils of college football, I'd be okay with that. But we didn't have, have a game considered, yet. Have you considered yeah. that there are another set of Blue Devils in college football? Yeah, but they're not very good either, so. <laughs> uh, that's true. Moving I was, on. I, I was pulled up with a Cavaliers reference, but there's there's another Cavaliers in our division too. So, like, I can't win. It's okay. Lots of things can't win. Um. Anyway, excuse me. Uh, let's see. Where do we want to go next? We did Atlanta restaurants. We didn't really cover a ton of ground, but we did we, Atlanta we restaurants. Just, we just uh, talked about Cyprus the whole time. If we're going to give no, everyone else a fair shake. But, but, okay, but, like, listen, the, the other restaurants on this list are The Nook, which is a known quantity and very appreciated publicly. Cafe Intermezzo, which is... Our personal favorite of ours, but we also only go there like what once every two months. No, no. The the only time Cafe Intermezzo can be properly appreciated is after about nine PM when it's pitch black. It looks like the classiest place on earth, and you're just there to get a bunch of cheesecake and some fancy tea or coffee. That is ideal Cafe yes. Intermezzo time. No, no, I agree. That that's a that's oh, okay, a good. No, that's like a that's like a Monday night or like a Tuesday night when you don't want to do more schoolwork or work in my case, and yeah. you are like, I need something to do that stretches my wallet a little bit and makes me feel good inside, and that's when you go to Cafe Intermezzo. Well, it, it feels great until you feel terrible uh, because you ate literally pounds of cheesecake, but yeah, it averages out to a nice good feeling, I'd say. It, it it looks it always feels great, and then you get the check at the end. Is all how I put it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that that's a good way to put it too. And then also rounding out this list is cookout, but I only put cookout on there because <laughs> we were regulars there. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got asked by a cashier after I came back from not living on campus over the summer uh, why I hadn't been to cookout in a long time, and that was a sobering moment. Yeah. There was a point, I think, my sophomore spring, I went there probably three times a week. That was not good that for my cholesterol that year. That was back when our intramural teams were actually good, so we actually had something to celebrate, but that's neither here nor there. Womp womp. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, other the, other Atlanta restaurants like we mentioned, Jr. Crickets. I can't. You, eat you got uh, you got Jr.'s. That's that's good. Uh, Majestic Diner. That's a that's a Majestic's spot. good. Majestic's a little expensive, yeah. but it's like it's good. It's good for late night. It's iconic, you know, it's iconic. Um, um, Krispy Kreme isn't really a restaurant, but it, but it it it's deserving of a mention. Speaking of, for all of our listeners out there who don't know, um, so Domino's doesn't exist anymore. It's now it's getting turned into another student apartment building that will probably be oh, just wonderful. But um, overpriced. So Domino's doesn't exist. So your one like reliable pizza delivery place in town is the Papa John's. But uh, now Papa John's, just like Krispy Kreme, is also owned by Shaquille O'Neal. So really, really an exciting time to be a late night pizza enthusiast on campus. Yeah, I I love that Domino's. When I when I used to live right next to it, it was great because I could order order something, wait about ten minutes, and then walk over to pick it up. It was fantastic. Whenever I was super lazy. Yeah, that's that's the move. You did have a very convenient apartment for that, uh, and U House definitely never has any fire drills. And uh, no, there's it. You lived in perfect. Totally not on homecoming. On, when we um, all had no, definitely not at 2 a.m. on homecoming. No, not at all. That never happened. No, definitely not. Not when you yeah. least least expect it. Yeah, and um, and most need sleep. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Akshay has become a connoisseur of many off-campus apartment buildings in his wanderings. So, we're if you need opinions, that's probably a good place to start. Wait, I have a sound clip for the, or I have a song clip for this. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, okay. There it is. If this will play through the audio, like I think it will. Oh, oh, it's coming in crackly. That's disappointing. What is it? The Wanderer by Dion. Wow, that Not- was. A surprisingly relevant reference. Good job. I'm proud. If you know where that, if you know what video game that song was used in ads for, hit us up at FDRSCade. We'll give you a prize. <laughs> yeah, uh, big prize. Uh, big STEM major prize. Yeah, econ is a STEM major now. Fun fact. Yeah, it's it's quite a time to be alive. Um, here at Georgia Tech. Also, speaking of what a time to be alive, uh, the Rewinder video on SB Nation about uh, Miracle on Techwood. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, Will and them over at the Mothership did a great job. We'll have more on that eventually. <laughs> but Yeah, I think, yeah. It, it, especially how they framed it, and they did leave out the, especially how they framed it was awesome. I, I think giving all of that background and the way that they give all that, all that exposition to set up that moment is is very well done and it's very well researched. The one problem I had with this video this time is they didn't show the clip of the Aguayo. Roberto Aguayo uh, mm-hmm. at the 2013 national championship in the, in a press of uh, the pregame press for that um, saying if he was faced with a kick six situation that he would make the tackle. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was my one comment too. <laughs> It's, uh, it's such a necessary I, – I know it would have spoiled the moment, especially if you're not – like, 
obviously both of us are acutely familiar with that play, and a, a lot of you are on uh, listening. But if you're not acutely familiar with the play, it definitely it, it'll ruin it for you. Like it'll spoil it for you, and that's not necessarily what Rewinder does when they set all these things up. But <laughs> it's a necessary contextual element for that entire sequence. I I will say. Um... This is a minor quip that they never would have put in. Um, the radio call for the Harrison Butker catch on fourth and five. Uh, I I don't know if it was Gowden or whoever the other guy was at the time. That's before my time. Um, goes, Brad Stewart, the true freshman. And every time I've heard Brad Stewart's name since, I think the true freshman. Even last year, like somebody be like, he graduated. Oh, Brad Stewart. <laughs> It'd be Brad Stewart, the true freshman. I sat behind his parents at the Quick Lane Bowl, and he made a catch, uh, or maybe it was maybe he was like fair catching a kickoff or something. I don't know. You you know what I'm talking about? I go the true freshman, and they just started laughing, and they knew exactly what I was talking about. So at least it's I an, think I- they did. It's an I mean, iconic play in, in Georgia Tech history, and I think it gets it gets lost, and a lot of the details get lost too because of how much of an injury-ridden um, injury ridden season that was and how much of a disappointment that was coming off of 2014. Uh, if you take out the injuries to a lot of important position players, I think Tech was down to its seventh string running back at that point in the season. Um, you have a very, very good Paul Johnson team. I don't know, man. I still thought I was going to Purdue at that point, so you tell me. <laughs> We'll have more on this later when the anniversary rolls around. Hopefully. We got a month and a half, I think. Yeah. Um, a month and a half. Like, like we said, we don't want to spoil it, but we're, we're hoping to have some special features on that. But. All right. Cool. Where should we go next? Um, what's on the list? Um, airport power rankings. Uh, Braves versus the Cubs, possibly in the NLDS. Uh, the FINA lawsuit, the FINA lawsuit that I was texting you about earlier this week, um, that might not be super relevant to our listeners, but I think it's super interesting. Um, I, and I know you had some thoughts too. Oh, yeah. um, and then finally on our list, um, Major League Soccer's expansion to St. Louis uh, and possibly to Sacramento, and also of most importance to Mr. Grant over here. Uh, MLS is Chicago Fire moving back to Soldier Field next season. I think this um, is just a backdoor way for you to get me to hate on St. Louis, which is uh, highly, highly accurate. Well, you know, sometimes I want to start honest discussion about you know how how profitable or how successful these markets could be for Major League Soccer, uh, and I think um, St. Louis especially could be a especially without the Rams, could be a very good market for for professional soccer. We already know it's not a, a viable football market. Uh, ha, 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 ha. But uh, as a proud Chicagoan, every time I think about St. Louis, I also uh, fortunately remember that we uh, literally didn't have a sewage treatment plant for about 100 years and just sent all of our waste down the river uh, to St. Louis. And uh, that makes my heart warm uh, because I like them. But, yeah, I'm very mature, clearly. Very mature. I will say it will give Chicago Fire fans someone to care about, like, just to want to beat. And that's kind of nice. 
Yeah. And, and the fire, like we mentioned earlier, they're also moving back to Soldier Field starting in 2020. Um, assumedly, they'll have a soccer-specific stadium plan after that. Who knows? There was supposed to be one built at Lincoln Yards or something, and then it got nixed. Yeah, so. It was going to be USL for the Ricketts, uh, who you might know from being the Cubs owners. But uh, I don't know. The fire can't come close to making Soldier Field an intimidating place to play. Um, I, I assume that St. Louis wouldn't be playing in the Trans World Dome or Edward Jones Dome or, wow, Trans World. That's I'm no, they're, they're building there. their own. They're building their own. Okay. That's good. Um, fun fact, that ownership group in St. Louis is either majority women or all women. So that's interesting. That's an interesting little wrinkle. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I guess, I guess Virginia McCaskey is a woman. Not I guess. I know she's a woman. Um, but nice little, little tidbit, you know? Yeah, I think it's backed by Enterprise, since Enterprise, I think, is located or headquartered in St. Louis, um, and a couple of other um, business owners in the area have thrown their weight behind it. So, at the very least, they'll have a lot of money. Um, and I mean, I mean, the, a lot of money in St. Louis terms, but yes, yeah, um, but but yeah, I think. I think it has the opportunity to be super successful. I wonder what it will be named. That's that's really my interest uh, as a branding aficionado. I know you're a, a founding member of the Atlanta United, Atlanta United supporter. I, I don't know what you are, but you, Mr. Season Ticket Holder Man. I think that Atlanta really whiffed uh, when they didn't pick Terminus Legion or something like that. Oh, um, no, I agree. And I, I, I don't – I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I uh, – I, I I don't know. Like Chicago Fire is pretty good. Um, I, I like it's clever. Haha, ha, I laugh. Um, but like, what's Royal in Salt Lake? What is LAFC in New York FC? That's boring. You know, like give me something to work with. So so let me let me fill in the gaps here. So Real Salt Lake is named after Real Madrid. Um, that they they have no agreement between them um it's just hey this name sounds soccery uh we're gonna use it uh and that's how that came to be um orlando city is much in the same way um but but they've chose soccer club instead of football club um new york city fc is owned by the same people as manchester city fc so the naming convention uh, is the same, and actually, they're uh, a subs- uh, Manchester City. That ownership group owns a couple similarly named teams uh, in a variety of other leagues. So there's like Melbourne City FC, I think, in Australia. Um, there might be something similar in China, but the name isn't coming to me right now. So the the you have to appreciate at a certain level their commitment to branding. That's fair. Um, <coughs> gold. <coughs> gold. Uh, anyways. Um, <coughs> money down. <coughs> Sorry. I, it sounds I, like I you got a really nasty cough there. Yeah, really. Branding, I, I might be allergic to it. I don't know. I spent too long in a Russell uh, contract. 
Oof. That was uh, a long fraught relationship, no? True, true, but uh I don't know. I, I miss my, my honeycomb helmets. What can I say? Um Really um, throwing it back to guess, FSU 2015 there. You really, really am. I can't get that on my head. I watched it four times this morning. No, nah, not four, three. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? But in terms of like St. Louis and Sacramento's viable markets, like, like as much as I hate St. Louis as a irrational sports fan, much in the same way one should always hate the Yankees and Patriots and Lakers and – you know, I guess if you're not me, the Cowboys, but like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like a better sports town than Sacramento. Like, like I, I see, I see hockey going to Seattle and I'm like, oh yeah, not in the same way. I was like, why the hell are they going to Vegas? I see Sacramento and I'm like, soccer in Sacramento sounds like the most boring thing you could think of. I think you also have to add context, right? So Sacramento has had a wildly successful uh, USL. For those that don't know, USL is the second division, um, and there's no promotion or relegation between um, the divisions in the United States. But um, they've had a wildly, wildly successful USL team for the past five or six years, um, and this MLS bid for them has been in construction or in um, in debate for probably the last two or three. Um, and every time a uh, a bid has been decided on Sacramento has been passed over. So you saw Nashville, you saw Miami, St. Louis, um, Austin. So all of these, yeah. all these cities jumped ahead uh, in line, whereas Sacramento, the only, it's seemingly the only thing that they don't have is a billion dollar owner that's willing to finance everything. Um, they have a stadium in place. They have a successful and popular brand and team. Um, it's just, they don't, they don't have a lot of cash. Hmm. Well, again, you know better than me, but I think Sacramento and I think West coast, uh, mirror of, I don't know, Birmingham, you know, like it just doesn't, I, I don't get how the Kings exist, but that's neither here nor there. So, uh, yeah. Part of me thinks that if they didn't get that stadium built or that arena built a couple of years ago, the uh, Sacramento Kings might be the Seattle Supersonics at this point. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd hate that, but professional sports are a, especially relocation is a, a fickle mistress. Just ask hell St. Louis. Um, but yeah. And, you know, Atlanta and the NHL twice. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, I mean, Atlanta did benefit at St. Louis's expense uh, with the Hawks, but you know, yeah, tomato, tomato. I'm not that the Hawks have done all that much since they got to Atlanta. Um, anyways, the, but. the Hawks kind of had the the Hawks were great. Were a great basketball team in the late '80s and parts of the '90s. The problem is. That Michael Jordan exists. That's not a problem. I don't know what you're talking about. That well, if you are a non-Chicago fan, the problem is that the that Michael Jordan existed, and so anything was held up in comparison to Chicago. 
Yeah, six six rings are quite the comparison, you know. Not that they've done jack squat since bar, I guess twenty eleven and twenty twelve were good. Oh man, my middle and, school you know, was obsessed with those teams, but and you just, know, just destroying Derrick Rose's knee a couple of times. Yeah, that that man had a lot of potential. Not really scholarly potential, if you believe his SAT score, but you know. It, had a lot of potential, it, it, but not a lot of patella tendon. <laughs> or patelligence, but that's that's the Here nor there problem. Here nor there, and it's not like Duke is going to get – Duke, Kentucky, I forget where he went. Neither of them are going to uh, get Memphis affected. State. He went to Memphis State under Calipari, uh, Josh Passner's predecessor um, at Memphis. Again, either, neither here nor there. <laughs> We love Calipari. Is this a pro Calipari podcast? We're we're uh we're Calipari stands on this podcast, I guess. Uh, in terms of the Petrino Calipari uh beef, we're, we're Calipari. Is I there hope. beef? There's actual beef. I, I don't know. They are Kentucky and Louisville. Um, that I don't know. There there's a lot of weird beef out there in college basketball and. I, I love the mothership. I love SB Nation YouTube. Uh, they definitely made some Calipari beef history videos that I just have seen too long ago to for, have forgotten. But I don't know. It seems to come with the turf of being Louisville and Kentucky coaches. Yeah, well, Petrino sucks, he says, as he glances at the Falcons game cast for today. Um, uh, and Calipari is definitely yeah, running thinking the machine. Of the you're thinking of the different of a different Italian American Louisville head coach with a P sounding and O ending. No, no, no. You you mean Patino. You said Petrino. Yeah. You mean Patino. Wow, that was on me. I I was about ready to roast. Yeah, him. man. I, uh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. My apologies. Yeah, that's why. Me. That's why I was, I was curious. I was like, it's like I Petrino. Yes, he coached at Louisville. Is was there beef? Did they overlap? I I'm confused. That would not have been very uh, uh, big time or 404 the culture for me. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Yeah, very, not very, uh, not very on brand. True. Uh, and while, while I'm stuck in the Louisville mindset uh, and also somewhat the Petrina, I don't know. Uh, if you haven't read it, um, we should throw in the, uh, in the write up for this, the, uh, uh, curb eye for the straight guy from Every Day Should Be Saturday. Um, oh man, that, uh, that it takes just me needs back. I, I, that feels like so long ago, but it was last year. It was at the end of last year, I think. It was it was right before mm. the, the bowl games. It was it's a great article. I'll see if I can link it in the show notes. Um, it is a wonderful, wonderful um, experience. Yes, if if you. If you like Georgia Tech or hate Louisville uh, or like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or, I don't know, college football, I don't know. If you want to be happy, go give it a read. It's worth it. It's, it's like, very worth it. I feel like it it could hit multiple people out there multiple times in terms of things that pique their interest. And in multiple know? ways. And in multiple ways. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's... It's an important time as a tech fan to find 
other things that still make you care about college football. It's it's an important time. It's it's an important time to you know reflect on the way that your life has been so far, and sometimes ask, how did it come to this? Uh, and I you, think we've all learned a lot. You cry, you eat some food, and then uh, you hibernate until baseball season or golf season, whichever whichever comes first. Or in our case, uh, you cry, you uh, talk about food for a while, then you talk about other sports, um, and then you uh, casually wrap up your podcast. Wow, that was such a great transition. And here I was about to say, or they could hibernate till swim club season. But <laughs> yeah, that's the reason you're in charge. We're working on it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all a work in progress. We just have to trust the process. Trust the process. Trust I, it. Do, do we do we trust the current process, Akshay? You know the um, one. Do we trust the current process? I I trust it. I I don't like where it's currently at. Well, but I trust it. Hey, the current process got me a gold and navy and white four hundred four takeover gold blooded Waffle House chef's hat yesterday morning. So maybe not all is lost. Maybe not. Uh, any any final thoughts on any of the rambling that we've had today, Mr. Grant? Uh, no, sir. Um, I I say no, sir, and I'm about to give you another comment. Um, I'm really glad I didn't watch a football game yesterday. Me too. Me, me too. Yeah. Can only go up from here. Can only go up from here after the bye week, right? Honestly, Considering the week you and I have had, I sure as hell hope so. All right. Well, for that guy over there, Mr. Jake Grant uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and for me, Akshay Schwarn in San Francisco, California, this has been Scions of the Southland. We will see you next week to cover bye week number two. Have a great week, everyone.